come stop and take a trip down on my block where you see hidden potential young minds sharper than ginsu and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is stitch cast studio produced by st louis story stitchers in st louis missouri Master storyteller Bobby Norfolk shares stories by a campfire in this week's special edition Podcast in the Park episode of Stitch Cast Studio. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. There are many types of religions on this planet. There's Baptist, Methodist, Catholicism, Judaism, there's Islam. You know, your Baha'i faith, evangelical, we all have different religions. And some people, their religion is atheist. They don't believe in anything, but that's another story. But this whole thing about what empowers story that comes through religion, and that's what this whole segment is about, spirituality, religion, and story. So I'm interviewing right now young lady Annalise, and we talked briefly on a couple of other workshops about some things that she, her grandmother, and her mother have experienced. And so I want to interview you and Elise on those things so you can share those with the Story Stitchers audience. Because what I have found, and I said this before, the truth is sometimes stranger than fiction. So there are a few things that we talked about on our workshops on the Zoom link. And one was about a man that the universe put you two together in the U-City loop. Tell us a little bit about that man and what happened. Yeah, so um, as a young adult, the Del Mar or U-City loop is just like a hot spot for most of us to hang out. And so I was just doing my usual rounds where I walked down the street and um, I noticed this man and he's way taller than me. I'm like five foot two, but he's like six foot something. And he has on this like tailored tweed brown suit and he has like all these crystals on his neck and like on this table. So I just assumed that he was selling jewelry that he made. And I passed him a few times and each time he would like look directly at me, but I assumed that he wanted me to buy something. So I always avoided him. But there's one in particular time, I actually went up to him and I was like, hey, um, tell me more about your jewelry and your art because I was interested as artist myself. And um, he was like, yeah, I'll tell you about it. But first, I want to tell you about yourself. And I was like, okay, so what do you mean? Because coming from my background, I grew up in a really religious Christian household. My mother grew up Baptist, my grandma grew up Baptist, and um, most of the friends that she has around the house are Baptist, so I consider myself Christian. And um, I wonder what he meant because in my family, usually when someone asks to tell you about yourself, that's in my terms, prophecy. And um, that's what he wanted to say to me. So first he asked, he was like, can I take your hand? And I was like, no, because usually um, from what I learned growing up is that um, people have different energies basically. And like, um, I just didn't want any, any chances. I didn't want to take any chances. So I was like, you can tell me from a distance. And so he basically just read me. He was like, you're, you're going to school. 
he told me about my attitudes and um, my different mood changes. And he told me about my mom and my family. And he was like, yeah, you're going to experience this and going to experience that. And a lot of things were good. And then there was like some sprinkled things in there that was like, uh, I don't think I want to hear that. <laughs> but I listened. And then on top of that, I was like, okay, let me ask you about what I actually came over here for, which was his jewelry. And he was just teaching me the stones and gems that we can get from the earth and like the different powers that we can get from them and um, how copper is like really resourceful when it comes to like humans and their um, DNA. And so, yeah, he just showed me like different stuff like that. Okay. And so you went and told your mom about him and what happened when you told her? Oh, yeah, definitely. I ran home. <laughs> I, uh, Don't I, walk, run. No, I ran. <laughs> yeah, I caught the quickest bus and then a train back to my house. And I was like, Ma, I was like, I met this guy in the loop. And I was like, he prophesied to me. And he told me all these different things. And I told her the bad things. And she was like, well, you know, first of all, her go-to for every situation is like, first, we're going to pray. And then she thought about it. And she was like, I would like to meet this man because... She was really interested. She has an open mind as a Christian, whereas other Christians, sometimes they're like very biased about who they want to speak to and what they believe in. So she was just like really open-minded about it all. And she was like, okay, let's hear him out. Let's see what he has to say about me. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts in the Lube. That's right. It's time to pick the city up. This week, we have a Story Stitches original song entitled To the Prairie. Purple, yellow, blue, so many colors in this habitat Even though I'm city slick, I'm not afraid to travel back Way out to the countryside, hit that native grassland Tranquil in the sunny meadows, we thought we was advanced Ain't no sounds of ambulance, sirens or the boys in blue Tonight devoid of gunshots, but nature makes some noises too The moist dew saturates the green pastures Which flows like the motion of the waves in the ocean To master this environment, acquiring and managing Restore it to its original state that it was planted in So if the planet ends, at least you saw its majesty Put your phone on airplane mode and we'll be right back after this Messages, reception is a barrier, connect for real The wilderness is therapy, escapism to let the chill Historic regions where the wildflower stretches Warm season, grass species, territory so precious Let's take a ride, hop in the car, take a drive To the prairie, where the grass always green on the other side Traffic and street lights, it's like we in the Milky Way without passing that peace pipe. Coyotes and coyotes, prairie dogs and buffalo. Educate and investigate, cause it's all depends on what you know. So cultivate and we procreate, we indigenous to the stony state. We authenticate, but we demonstrate, and it's just one rule. Don't be fake, this rich soil, substrate is glaciated like ice age. I 
think I need to get away from my hood where I stay. And we protect that wildlife. The game is restoration. Trees is only 10% cause they keep them fires blazing. Domestic tranquility. Let's medicate and we feel the breeze. Burn the trees and we hunt with ease without maple soaks and hickories. Native Americans settle the land and the prairies are evidence of a defect. Nothing is stressful as life in the city. Get up on the highway cause I'm going back. Let's take a ride. Hop in the car, take a drive. To the prairie. Where the grass always green on the other side. At the prairie. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's go. On the adventure, let's venture through green pastures. At the prairie. Solidarity, nothing but smiles and laughter. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's go. I took her to the spot, to the same place, and coincidentally, we didn't even get to the loop. We met him on the train, and um, yeah, um, I walked up to him, and his name is Prophet, by the way. Or now, this was him. on the train en route to the loop to see him. He was yeah. on the train, so yeah. there are no coincidences in this world, but go on. Yeah, it was like divine like intervention, and like um, I kind of like walked up to him. This was pre-COVID, <laughs> and so he recognized me, and he was like, hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. How are you? And he was just telling me how he was. And I was like, I brought my mom for you to meet. And he was like, oh, great. I have something to tell her. I was like, cool. She probably got something to tell you too. And so um, they just talked back and forth and he prophesied to her and she prophesied to him. And it was just a really different experience because I've never seen two different backgrounds of like spirituality do the same thing towards each other. And you said your grandmother has that sort of... Um psychic or what do you call what do your family call that energy paranormal psychic anointed gifted uh we call it the gift of prophecy gift of prophecy. and um yeah we say it's from it means you're anointed yeah because you know there are a lot of christians and you mentioned this earlier that are kind of close-minded about this sort of thing because when i was growing up I heard people, if you talk about anything like that, they would say, oh, that's of the devil. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've been to plenty of churches where they accept prophecy. Like, you know, we'll be praying together and they'll be like, hey, I have something to say to the entire congregation or I have something to say to this specific person. But a lot of other people, they shun it. They're like, no, that's not of God and things like that. So, yeah. Which is very interesting because it's not like you went out and started searching for witchcraft, quote-unquote. This is stuff that you were born with, your mom was born with, and you said your grandmother has even more prophecy mm-hmm. yeah, than um, everybody. Yeah, um, I think it it depends on your faith and it depends on whoever you believe in, like what, what you're born with, like you were saying. Because mm-hmm. um, I think you're referring to, when I mentioned my aunt last podcast, about how um, to backtrack. My mom obviously hangs around a lot of Christian people in her church. And so um, one of her closest friends, she's a minister and she literally can just like talk to me and she's like, how are you? I was like, I'm good. And she's like, cool, cool. How's your kids? And I'm like, I don't have any kids. And she would be like, oh, well, they're sitting right next to you. They're doing really good. I'm like, oh, thanks. (laughs) Love to hear that. This is a boy and a girl, right? Yeah. She always says that they're like doing good and like um, she always sees them and she sees me playing with them even when I can't see it. 
did she give them a name? No. Okay, because she left that up to you and yeah. pops. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, have you heard in your family that there are some babies when they're born, they have a veil over their faces, thin membrane, and the veil has to be pulled off by the doctor or the midwife, and they have the gift of prophecy? Um, no, but I think you mentioned it before. Yeah, that is something that is very, very steeped in African spirituality, actually. And it came from <laughs> Africa, obviously. Mm. But, you know, during the slave trade, the 400 years of slave trade, the spirituality came over with the Africans. And so when we hit the cotton fields of the South, the spirituality stayed there, but it was always embedded in religion. But we had religions in Africa, and it wasn't Christianity. It was something that came from the Middle East. But again, that's another mm. story. <laughs> yeah. Before we wrap up with you, can you give us one interesting story about what your grandmother had prophesied? Something that happened in her experience? Um. Oh, what about the clothes? You said the clothes, if you get clothes that somebody else had worn. Oh, yeah. So, um... Well, I can, I can make it quick. I can also talk about my grandma, too. Um, okay. So with the clothes thing, I like to thrift shop. And my mom and my grandma always gave me this advice to um, whenever I go to different clothing stores or antique shops to, like, pick up jewelry, to always anoint it and always get it prayed over because you never know who wore it before you and um, who was feeling a certain way after they wore it and when they decided to give away or when they lost it. So... They're um, big believers that, you know, different demons and spirits can, like, trap themselves inside of, like, material things. So, yeah. And then um, the other story is um, with my grandma. She um, prophesied me going to the White House. Um, she used to always call me um, Miss President or, like, um, you know, joke about me being great and going into good things in life. And so she didn't live to see it, but when I got older... I got to go to D.C. So, yeah, I think that's another form of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add to it before you go find the crew? Um, <laughs> honestly, I think my last note would be just a message to everybody to not be so judgmental when it comes to other religions. Uh, I feel like religion is like a big pool, and we all are wearing like different socks, but we're all dipping our foot in the same pool. So, like, I think it's all relative like yeah just be kind to each other and be cognizant of like what you say and what you hear all right and as they say in uh, christianity amen david <laughs> <laughs> all right thank, thank you. you thank you miss annalise peace in the prairie is presented with local support from missouri arts council a state agency which receives support from the state of missouri and the national endowment for the arts Additional support is provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, Missouri Foundation for Health, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2020, Stewart Family Foundation, and Cranberry Foyce Foundation. Who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches. Story stitches. Story stitches. Story stitches. Story stitches. Story stitches.